It was late August, and rains came almost every afternoon. The slopes of the White Mountains were covered in patches of green. This was the only time of year when there was color on the mountains southeast of Silver City. John turned north at a town called Deming that was once a stop for the Butterfield stage. Then his route turned northwest, keeping the Mimbres River on his left. The going was easy near the river, and he made the hundred miles to Silver City in only four days. This trail was once a favorite route of the Apache. The whole area was Apache territory. Ten years earlier, no one would have been foolish enough to ride from Deming to Silver City alone. Only large, well-armed groups were safe. But the Apache were gone. They had all been killed or tamed. Leaving Silver City on a trail leading northwest to Buckhorn, John crossed the small river. He thought it probably was a branch of the Gila. After that crossing, his route turned more to the north and passed the short distance east of Mule Creek on an old trail into the Mogollons. It took several days for him to ride through the mountains. The valleys were covered in a thick growth of grama grass providing plentiful welcome food for Prince. As the trail led upward, he passed through areas covered in scrub oak, then reached forests of the tall, graceful ponderosa pine. Up higher, he could see aspens growing on nearby slopes. Most nights, he camped near a creek or spring that lay under large cottonwoods or the tangled branches of willows. Game was plentiful. He often shot a rabbit from his horse's back and ended the day by enjoying it for a supper roasted over his campfire. When he finally crossed the San Francisco River and turned west toward Clay Springs, John felt as though he had been on the trail for a month, although he left the lake country and reached Clay Springs on his 14th day of travel. Clay Springs was a beautiful place to camp. After removing his gear and unsaddling the horse, he led Prince to a grassy area about a hundred yards from the spring. He decided to stay at the spring for two full days to give the horse a rest. He saw a small herd of deer less than a mile before he reached the spring and wanted to try and get a shot at one. At daybreak, three days later, John broke camp and set off to the northwest. His route would turn sharply back to the east before he reached the Tonto, and then it would join a trail running northeast into the mountains. Deep in the mountains, he decided to make a last stop at a little town sitting across the trail that led to an unnamed river crossing. As he remembered, Ellison Grove wasn't much of a town but it would surely have a mercantile with the supplies he needed. 